0: for your right party.
1: You're listening to the Arrowhead Live Podcast Network.
2: Thank you, Taylor.
0: What up, Chiefs fans? Welcome into another edition of the Kingdom Rewind. I am your host Sean Dixon, alongside me as always is <laughs> my buddies Chad, Steve, and Jimmy. Guys, what's going on? Yo, what's another up? day in paradise. <laughs> Chad, you messed up my intro. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that well, I'm sorry. I'm
0: Off doing the countdown. Rocky he starts. just yells out obscenities. That's horrible. <laughs> guys, well, what's hey. going on? Hey, you guys doing okay?
2: Doing good, great,
3: Jimmy great gave a wonderful <laughs> Jimmy gave a thumbs up like I knew everyone all the listeners could see I was, him.
1: I was trying to swallow my beer, Chad. you shut your pie hole.
3: <laughs> uh, doing good, just got back from traveling um, actually had to deliver rewards to three people that actually listened to our whole podcast from the start to beginning and then they actually put it in there and did what we said, said to start do to
1: beginning, Chad.
3: I don't know. Six <laughs> okay. minutes in, they got off. No,
1: they you know, they listened.
3: To, hey, mute <laughs> his mic. So they listened to it all the way to the beginning, or from the beginning to the end, and you know, they did what we asked them to do, and they got a cool T-shirt, and I actually hand delivered to them. I won't say their last names, but you know, congratulations, Bill, but um, Becky and Sue. I gave you guys a reward over the weekend, so you're welcome.
0: Inappropriate. In a horrible <laughs> in a trash person. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So on today's show, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, draft is coming up. We went through this free agency period. Uh, we thought it'd be a good show to talk about people that we thought that were either drafted or brought in as a free agent that just didn't pan out where we expected them. Guys that were taken real high in the draft and only put up a couple of years of mediocre numbers, or or free agents we spent big money on that just didn't pan out. So, uh, so we thought it'd be a good time to to give our top five list of, of of players that just didn't pan out, and 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 see what y'all think of that. But uh, before we get to that, I know that my buddy Chad's got some random facts. Why don't you hit me with those? Uh
2: from the mallet
3: on this day april 21st in 1865 abraham lincoln's funeral train leaves washington toot toot 33 years later spain declares war against united states bold move cotton hope it pans out for them the u.s congress took four days to recognize that a state of war existed between spain and the u.s in 1984, after 37 weeks of being number one on the charts, Michael Jackson's album, Thriller, was knocked off. Thanks, Footloose. In 93, the man who could cure cancer with a sing-up tear. Too bad he doesn't cry. I'm talking about the gingers of gingers, Chuck Norris. His TV series, Walker, Texas Ranger, debuts on CBS. Thank you, Chuck Norris. Two years later, the FBI arrests Timothy McVeigh and charges him with the Oklahoma City bombing. Shrek Forever After premieres in 2010. Happy birthday to Iggy Pop and Catherine the Great. I heard she was great, if you know what I mean. Sad day in 1910, Mark Twain dies. In 1918, not going to try to pronounce his name, but he was known as the Red Baron. A German World War I fighter pilot was shot down. He had 80 kills, but it only just took one Canadian woman to fall in love with a Canadian man who had a baby named Arthur Roy Brown. Baby Brown was the one who defeated the Red Baron. The Red Baron did not survive. 2016, we all cried tears of purple rain. Prince dies at the age of 57. And now for some deep thoughts from the mullet. Why is bacon called bacon and cookies are called cookies when you cook bacon and you bake cookies? (coughs) If you are invisible and you close your eyes, can you see through your eyelids? (coughs) Do clothes in China say, Made down the road, ah! and those are your random factoids from the mallet.
0: Back to you, Sean. I'm gonna wonder about all, all those, all those deep thoughts. That's gonna, that's gonna keep oh. me up at night.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> the the bacon one. Yeah, that's that's it's crazy. <laughs>
2: You know, That's yesterday good, but... was four hundred and twenty, and I feel like we maybe we should have recorded on that day with some of those deep thoughts. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have to light one up <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so uh, this is an NFL show, so uh, I have a little bit of tidbits of this day in NFL history, and on this day in NFL history, in nineteen forty-four, the NFL's Chicago Cardinals and Pittsburgh Steelers merged into one team it was later dissolved in De- december 3rd of that same year uh in 2001 virginia tech quarterback michael vick was drafted first overall by the atlanta falcons uh you know he had a he had a halfway decent career with a little prison stint uh and happy mm-hmm. birthday to tony <laughs> romo <laughs> he was born day, on this Omar. day in 1980 Tony Romo better broadcaster than quarterback and uh, was was very successful at keeping Dallas at 8-8 eight eight. P-pants so P-pants Tony Romo
2: P-pants oh,
1: Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah, if, yep. if he can read a defense if he could read a defense as good on the field as he does from the broadcast booth he'd probably still be playing For yeah your birthday yeah, advice
3: absolutely. make sure you shake it a little bit
2: more
0: because <laughs> then we know what you're really doing <laughs>
2: you know it's funny yeah. I, I so, wore khakis so like today said, to work and every time I went to the bathroom I was insanely worried about making sure that I didn't dribble because I didn't want to have a Romo
0: moment it's it's a struggle the struggle is real with the, with the light tan khakis you know it's it's hard that's why you gotta wear dark khakis that's why that, I sit yeah.
3: down and I dab it
0: Chad sits down to pee <laughs>
3: And then, then I dab it with the toilet paper dab, so there's no yeah. there's no drippage.
0: So you sit down and wipe to pee.
3: <laughs> Doesn't everybody?
0: Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> okay, we we've gone off the rails. Uh, like I said, we're gonna do a show basically about like the guys that we feel are didn't pan out whether they were free agents or they were draft picks and uh we gave a top five list and we're gonna go ahead and start with steve steve can you give us your number five player that just didn't pan out
2: my number five is actually named after me steven nelson oh yeah
3: drafted uh
2: in the third round of the 2015 draft and it's not necessarily his fully his fault. He was drafted in a, in the same draft classes like Marcus Peters, who I mean he's debatable too, but Steven Nelson was terrible. He uh, really, really drove me nuts every time he was on the field and he always got targeted by every quarterback all the time and he was consistently getting burned. I mean he got a little bit better as his career progressed. but I mean look at him right now. He went to Pittsburgh and then he got cut and he's still a free agent and I don't know if he'll ever recover. And he said a lot of nasty stuff about Kansas City after the fact whenever he was gone. He said some hateful stuff and that that just solidified it for me. I'll keep the jersey just because it's my own last name, but get the hell out of here, Stephen Nelson.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Stephen Nelson is a piece of shit. Um. (laughs) There it is. There it is.
1: NFL player. I didn't want to be be the one that said it.
0: Sorry. I shouldn't have thrown that in there. Uh no, no, you're right, you're right. Steven Nelson was, was kind of a kind of a bust and he did get picked on a lot. He was just that other side, you know, and 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 then he made it out to be like you know, Kansas City was trash and he was gonna do big things and he's he's still horrible, so so no, uh screw you, Steven Nelson. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh Jimmy, Jimmy, give me your I number five. That.
1: My number five would be Big Head himself, Javier Arenas. Drafted in 2010, quarterback number, pick number 50 in the draft. We had high hopes for him. I mean, he had a a pretty decent college career in Alabama. Uh, But after we traded Tony Gonzalez to get that pick, to pick him, he never panned out. 2011, uh, one of his first years playing, he was one of his better years. He had two interceptions, 33 tackles, one sack, and it was all downhill from there. 2012, he had one forced fumble and 53 tackles, no interceptions, and they don't keep stats on crap. And they tried him out as a return man as well. Uh, I mean, he had glimmers of hope there, but never really, never really got over 600 yards returning in kick returns or punt returns. No touchdowns, no nothing. He just it never ever panned out. He spent three years in Kansas City. Did a year in Arizona, a year in Atlanta, and to this now, he is retired from football. And it was just a, a horrible horrible waste of a draft pick. I do have his autograph, though, so that kind of worked out for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Ch- now, now, I, I, I want to add a little comment. Yeah, Javier Renas, he was kind of a kind of a bust. He's really fast. He had a lot of speed, and I think that's what, that's what they saw when they drafted him. Chad, I have a trivia question for you uh who who did the chiefs trade javier arenas for
3: dexter McCluster.
0: <laughs> no. no i have no idea no. i have no idea anthony sherman the sausage oh
1: no, yes anthony sherman oh no, oh, that's right
0: i do i yeah, did they read traded that. javier
1: arenas to get the yeah. just to get the sausage so
0: so that uh that pan, I think I think Chad might have a little issue with his audio, but uh, but that uh, <laughs> that 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 trade obviously panned out for the Chiefs. Uh, Anthony Sherman up be a pretty stable fullback for us. Uh, but Javier Rivas, I, I I liked him coming out. I thought he was really fast. I thought they yeah, could use yeah, him yeah. in the return game.
1: He had glimmers of yeah, you know, hope. And if he just it just never panned out, and it wasn't really injury related, it was just crappy. Sucky. Yeah, <laughs> he came <laughs> came into the pros and was like, man. I don't feel yeah.
0: like playing anymore. Yeah, tough, tough break. We sold him for some sausage. There you uh, go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chad, why don't you give me your number five? Love a good sausage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number five is probably one of my favorite players that actually played for the Kansas City Chiefs, but he didn't mount to much, and it's Dexter McCluster. And I always liked him because he was just—he was my size, 5'8", 168 pounds, but he was quick. So I was like, hmm. I have a chance to make a play in the NFL one of these days. No, not really. I, I never thought that once. But someone my size out there on the field I thought was great. But I mean, he was drafted in the second round in 2010, 36 overall. He had four years with the Chiefs. I mean, they draft him as a wide receiver, but they try to use him as a running back. And we had Jamal Charles back there. So we didn't need a running back. We didn't need Dexter McCluster. But one position, and this is the reason why I say he's a bust, he only had. 662 rushing yards, only rushed for one touchdown, 1,500 receiving yards, and five touchdowns. His um, punt returns was 958 yards with three touchdowns. His kick returns is um, 1,087 with zero touchdowns. But here's here's the kicker with this draft. Six picks later, we could have got Gronk Gronkowski for a tight end. But we went with Dexter McCluster. And so, if you think about this, like Wait, we we gone? needed who? Oh, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> we could have got Gronk himself, the big beast.
0: Yeah, there you, go. Uh, there you
3: go. Because we actually needed a tight end because we drafted Tony, whatever his name is, Moaki in the third, you know, ninety or ninety-three over round, whatever his name is. So, I'm just saying we could have got Gronk over Dexter McCluster and probably would have paid out a lot better. So, but by picking up McCluster, we could also have, you know, Golden Tate from, you know, with Seattle, meow, or Sanders that's plays for the Broncos. And then we could also draft Antonio Brown as a wide receiver. So, we missed out on some golden opportunities by drafting Dexter McCluster.
2: And, Go ahead, Steve. I I know you're itching to say
3: yeah. something.
0: Steve, Steve, can you, got some, Dad.
2: Speaking of Dexter McCluster, just wanted to point out he did give us some good uh, fantasy football names. The McCluster fill in the blank there.
0: Yeah, yeah I used the McCluster F's. Uh, that <laughs> I remember. <laughs> that was good, and and he was he was a McCluster F. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. that, and and you know Dexter McCluster was a, was a, is a good one on that list because. And I, I think I've said this before in, in in a previous podcast. At that weird like offensive utility position, we got better each time we drafted one. Because we took we took D'Anthony Thomas shortly after that, a few years after that, who proved to be a little bit better than Dexter McCluster. And then we took Tyreek Hill, who became a number one wide receiver. So so yeah, McCluster McCluster was what we wanted. Ty what we wanted him to be Tyree Hill, and he just never was. Um, you know, he, he was he was he was like Javier Arenas, he was fast, he had lost speed. We drafted that draft, that 2010 draft was built on speed. It was like an Andy wow. Reid draft, but all those guys sucked. <laughs> and, and so uh, you know, it was a you know, Dexter McCluster was a guy when, when we took him in the second round, I was I was praying that he would be there when we went to draft. And when they did, I was beside myself. I loved it. It was great. And he just didn't really pan out. Uh I'll go ahead and give my number five. I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I put him on here and then I kept trying to find other guys to replace him. Cause I just think maybe it's a little early to have him on this list. But then I said, you know, F it. Let's, uh <laughs> let's throw him on there. My number five is the current hopeful number two wide right receiver, Mecole Hardman. And, uh, so when he was drafted his rookie year in 19, he had six touchdowns. And uh this last year he only had four. He had three more starts this last year, still only came out four, four touchdowns. Uh, and that's with plenty more playing time because of the injuries to Sammy Watkins. Um, you know, in six playoff games. McCole Hardman is is one of the few players that could say that he's never played in anything less than a Super Bowl, and he has one touchdown in the playoffs. So uh and that's with Patrick Mahomes throwing you the ball. Like I think if you're a receiver and your stats are kind of diminished and Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback, there's an issue. Um you know, that same year, 8 picks later, we could have had DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf had 1300 yards in 2000 or in in 2020. He had 17 total touchdowns. He he's only played in three playoff games and has three touchdowns. Uh, you know, if if we would have taken DK Metcalf instead of McCole Hardman, we don't re-sign Sammy Watkins last year. Um McCole Hardman, to me, I think the organization doesn't think he's ready because they wouldn't have re signed Demarcus Robinson, they wouldn't have re signed Byron Pringle. Right now, that's a three man race, I think, for the number two spot. And I don't, I don't know if McCole Hardman wins it. I think, I think this year is a, I, I I shouldn't have him on this list because of how young he is, because this is the year for boom or bust. And he could definitely take that next step and and get there. But I think if, 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 if Brett Veach re-signing Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle is a sign to me that maybe they don't see it either. And at that position, at that level that he was drafted, if, if he doesn't take that next step this year, then he qualifies as a bust, in my opinion. I'll, I'll, I'll take feedback. You guys can let me know what you think.
2: <laughs> I just can't wait for him to prove you wrong. this she- I hope he proves you wrong. Me this too. Season, so we well, can bring this yeah. back, up. I, I me, come back the, up.
3: I'll just say, I literally think that um, you're, you are right. This season is going to be a bust or... He's gonna be a bust, or you know, make it because I don't. If he plays the same way he does, I don't think he's gonna have a career in Kansas City Chiefs. So I, I agree with you on that, but I, I'm hoping i hoping that he proves the or proves you wrong, and I'm not I'm not gonna stay out of it because I love Hartman. You know, he's the, he's so great. <laughs> well, he's got to prove
1: himself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, you're you're getting Tyreek or Tyreek you got Travis Kelsey and all these other wide receivers they're going to get double teamed they get one-on-one coverage and he's enough of a speedster he needs to show his speed and go down the field and catch the ball absolutely and if he doesn't do that he's got to be gone he,
0: he my, my I think I just keep coming back to why is DeMarcus Robinson still here yeah, we shouldn't know. be we shouldn't be giving him second <laughs> and third contracts if we drafted a guy that's supposed to be our potential number 2 two guy he had Michael Hartman had one drop his rookie year he had eight in 2020, so there was a little bit of a drop off, or, or quite a bit of a drop off there. And I, I, I hope he rebounds. I hope he comes back. I hope I hope I'm on this podcast next year saying, "Holy hell, was I wrong about McCole Hardman?" Because, because I would want that more than anything. But I just, I, I, I think I think we're gonna see Demarcus Robinson take that number two spot. I really do. And uh, so enough of my Debbie Downerness on, on on the current state of the Chiefs. Steve, why don't you give me your num- number four player?
2: That would be Brody Croyle. <laughs> who all remembers Brody Croyle? The the project. I, do, I do. Who, uh Who who <laughs> else had them on their list? Because I got a feeling I'm not alone there. Nobody. I, I oh, don't Chad have did. Chad did. Yeah so Brody sucks right like we can agree the fact that he was a good college quarterback high school quarterback like he was the MVP of the 2006 cotton Bowl he was a he was a finalist for the Johnny United's golden arm award does anyone have a guess of what his career NFL statistics are when it comes to touchdown to interception ratio eight and nine terrible mm. eight and nine eight and Touchdowns, nine interceptions, for sixteen hundred sixty-nine yards. Quarterback rating of sixty-seven point eight. That's for his career. And how How long was his career? Well, we had him for five years, and every year we just kept saying, bro he's he's a quarterback of the future. We're going to develop him. We're going to build around this guy. He's our he's our guy. That's who we're going with." Guess what? Nah, nah. And then he goes to Arizona. And he doesn't even make the team, basically. What you got, Chad? Right. I was going to say,
3: uh, it's, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that Brody Croyle was on my list, too. So I'm going to go ahead and say my stats. I'm going to move him to awesome on number four. So uh, I'm just going to bump <laughs> him down the list a little bit. But yeah, uh, Bro- Croyle was the only quarterback in Chiefs history to start at least three games as a quarterback and not win a single game. He was also... One of the only four quarterbacks since 1960, when they first started to, you know, just track all their stats, uh, to start 10 games in their career and not win a single game. And he had the fewest passing and touchdowns in franchise history among quarterbacks with 10 or more starts. And then here's my favorite one. In 2015, he was named by the franchise you know, for, by Kansas City as the second worst quarterback in Kansas City Chiefs history. Um, it's, it's horrible. I mean, we literally, he's, that's why he's my number three. Uh, he was my number three, but now he's my number four. So,
2: <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> true.
3: I mean, we could have picked up someone that could actually score points in that draft, in the 2006 draft. We could have got Steven Grankowski. I mean, he was a good kicker. We could have like, scored a whole bunch of, you know, field goals, PATs with him. Um, or we could even got Brandon Marshall. I mean, in that draft that went after yep. Croyle like, but thank you Brody for, you know, giving us 10 hard games and winning none of them. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, from no, rainbow right. city, I Alabama. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, I, I, I don't have a lot of stats on Brody cause he's not on my list. Uh, he, uh, after this, he probably. I, I. I'm starting to rethink. Maybe he should have been on my list. But uh, I do know. Do you know? So so, Bernie Carl set a bunch of records. I don't have exact many what records they were, but he set a bunch of records at Alabama. Do you know what quarterback he beat to get those records? Anybody know Jim that? Joe
3: Montana.
0: Close. No. Who? Joe Namath.
3: Steve Young. Oh, really? <laughs> he beat. Uh-oh, he Joe beat
0: Namath. Joe Namath passing records at Alabama. And that's all I could remember when we drafted him. I was like, "Hey, you know, this, this guy, this out. guy's better than Joe Joe Namath. Why not?" Chad what do you got?
3: Yeah. So, no, I was going to say, "I get it. You know, you're picking up a quarterback in the third round." And so you're you're kind of like, "Are you going to find something?" But you know, Des Prescott or whatever, a Prescott, he was drafted in the fourth round and he was um oh, he is what he is. A broken leg, better than cowboy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> better than Brody. I'm way off
2: the crown. Definitely, definitely <laughs> better than Brody because Dak is a good quarterback, and I, I would be scared of uh, playing against him because he got me a lot of points of fantasy last year before he snapped his freaking leg. But
0: <laughs> yeah, that was still won
2: the championship. Just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I needed I needed Brody <laughs> to snap his leg. Um... <laughs> They still would have kept him
1: on the roster.
0: Probably. I think think he did get hurt, though. and That's when we ended up with Tyler Thigpen and and all those crap quarterbacks. But that was just an ugly, ugly time period for the Chiefs. Um, Jimmy, why don't you go ahead and give me your number four?
1: My number four. I'm going back to the 2010 draft. Anthony Aselli Mowiaki. (laughs) Tony Mowiaki. Yeah, full name for this sack of crap. (laughs) We pick him. Ninety third overall in the draft. A draft we could have picked up Jimmy Graham, Gronk, Aaron Hernandez, which I'm really glad we didn't, because we all know how that ended. But uh, he, he was killer. Yeah, he, he was pretty killer. But uh, <laughs> but he had. I mean, he came to Kansas City and he had flashes of. I don't want to say greatness, but of being real a really good tight end. And then it just all—he started getting hurt, and it went downhill. And he never recovered. It was injury-plagued season after injury-plagued season. Let's see—he never had a, a reception over 38 yards in his career. And nothing over. Usually averaged 500 yards a, a season, but it, it could have been a whole lot better. That it was just marred by by penalties and—or not penalties, but injuries—and uh, it was just terrible. Hey, Jim, hey yeah,
3: Jimmy. Chad, Chad, what do you got? Like, Yeah. Uh, I would say, hey, Jimmy, Um, you know, you said that we could have got Gronk. So I play this out. If we would have got picked up Gronk, do you think we would have Travis Kelsey right now? My answer is no. no. I,
1: I, I I, think we he'd wouldn't. be going – yeah.
3: So, like, would you yeah, want have
1: – I was just saying, like, I, I understand, but it was just – it was – there was so much – everybody was talking about him, and, he, you know, he's going to be this good tight end. Because we didn't know who Gronk was at the time either. Exactly. But Moiaki coming out, coming out of Iowa, and he was, he was, you know, he. We thought he was going to be this big tight end. And he was just.
3: Yeah, I was just say he was going to be, Cooper. he was going to be our replacement to Tony Gonzalez, and he was great. Yeah. And I blame Todd mm-hmm. Haley for playing him in the fourth uh, preseason oh, game, yeah. and yep, that's yep. why the first injury happened. And then after that, his career went to shit. And I, I, I met him. I got his autograph, and I was really hopeful for him. And i like i i look at it though this way like if if he didn't get hurt i wonder how long he could have gave us and maybe he would not have been a bust yeah no that's
0: that's yeah. a good point uh and and that's a thing you got to think about that stuff if 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 obviously you look at the team we have now and we're pretty happy with what we got especially at the tight end position does that change had moyaki panned out or if we had taken gronk instead you know that's all the stuff you gotta think of i do agree to that point that Todd Haley messed that up really bad because he played all of his starters in that fourth preseason game. And we were lucky that Moyaki was the only one that that got hurt in that game. Uh, Chad, what do you got?
3: So I got a a question for you guys, kind of going back to the Gronk. Would you want a young, healthy Gronk back then and then an old Gronk playing with um, Patrick Mahomes or what we have right now? I'm good with what,
0: what we, we have, have right now. now. I hate what Gronk, we have, for sure. Yeah, yeah, what we have right now. So you the said, reason you, you is you sit because... there and
3: say you hate Gronk. Hang on, Sean. You sit there and say you hate Gronk, but if if we would have drafted him, then you guys would have loved them. I mean, well, I would have loved them. I would never even I said know. the word.
1: I, I'm not a big fan of, of players with attitudes.
3: Yeah, no. I mean, he yeah. he had a great, okay. uh, a horrible attitude in the beginning, but I I like I like Travis Kelsey's attitude the whole time. I like like I love that I love his fire. I love how cocky he is, swagger. and because he, he shows it on the field. Swagger, yep. Swagger. Yeah.
0: No, but uh, what I will say is is that the uh, attitude aside, I don't care. Kelsey's got attitude. bronx has got attitude. They they, they they they. I don't give a crap what you do off the field or just score touchdowns we would have wasted his prime with a below average quarterback. And that's why, that's why we're better off right now because we have prime Travis Kelsey with the best quarterback in the NFL right now. And you wouldn't have got that. We didn't have Tom Brady on our team. To, to make, you know, how, how much of Gronk is because of Tom? Look at Gronk now. Gronk can retire, come back, stoned to shit, and, and Tom Brady still gets him <laughs> in the end him, zone. Makes,
1: he makes him look good. Tom yeah. Brady makes him look good.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. we would not have had that. We would, you know, Matt Castle would not You're have made, football. you know, Gronk You're good. good. Could,
1: you, could you imagine the fat asshole and Gronk connection? <laughs> I mean, I meant the Matt Castle. My bad. That castle, drunk connection.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, a I honestly, honestly, thought, my a <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought my mic cut
3: out. I honestly thought
1: my mic cut out,
0: and I'm like, <laughs> and <then laughs> so, I'm like no,
1: That's what I said.
0: No, that's good. It's, and it's, and and it's funny, but it's a hundred percent correct that that would have been that would have been horrible. That would have been horrible for Gronk's career. We would have never got Travis Kelsey. He could have gone somewhere where he wouldn't have been the player that he is. So, so I'm definitely happy with what we got now. You can't, you can't. I don't know what there is, there would be nothing to complain about with what we've got out of Travis Kelsey for for sure. Uh, I'll move on to my number four. Uh, I put Chester McLaughlin. Uh, Chester McLaughlin played in the you know late '90s. Uh, we got him from uh, uh, from uh the Raiders. L I think they were LA at the time, I'm not quite sure. But uh we gave him a five year thirty million dollar contract, which back then was a lot of money for for a defensive tackle. And then we also gave a second round pick for him as like a restricted free agent compensatory stuff. He played three years and only had seven sacks. Uh he averaged a little over six and a half sacks with the Raiders. He only he averaged a little over two with Kansas City. Uh his last five with the Raiders, he his lowest number of tackles for a season was 55. His best year with Kansas City was 42. He was a four-time Pro Bowler with the Raiders. He didn't go to the Pro Bowl once with Kansas City. Um, you know, it was a, it was a lot of money. The the thought was we're putting him they're going to take him and put him on this great defense with Derek Thomas and and dale carter and all these all these great defensive players i think i think neil neil was gone at this time i think they brought in leslie o'neill at the other end um but he was supposed to be brought in to to make an already stout i think they were a top 10 defense uh even better to to they ended up being being like a, a middle 15th to 20th rank, 20th rank defense with the addition to him so uh, he, was, he is the epitome of bust, in my opinion. Uh, a lot of money paid for a guy that didn't pan out when, when you were just trying to make what you already had great better, and he made it even worse. To me, that money well wasted with Chester McLaughlin. Uh, let's see. Uh, Steve, why don't you go ahead and give me your number three.
2: Moving into number three, I picked John Baldwin. Jonathan Baldwin, wide receiver, drafted 26th overall in the 2011 NFL Draft. And I know that I'm not alone in this pick because, first of all, he's a first-rounder. A first-rounder that we ended up only keeping for two years. And this idiot, does anyone remember who we got in a fight with in the locker room? Yep. Oh god! Who was it? I can't. I, think Chad I know does. it's Thomas I think Chad Jones. Does.
0: Who Thomas messes Jones. with Thomas ah, Jones? Yeah. Who messes with Thomas
2: Jones? You've seen his arms. He will mess you up. And this little rookie idiot is like, yeah, "I won't mess with you," and then he hurts his wrist. I can't stand the kid. Like he had all this potential. He, like, he was a very highly recruited person in college and. He could have been great, and he sucked. He couldn't catch the damn ball. So, anyway, I got a feeling Chad's got something to chime in here because yeah. uh, I might have stole his pick there.
3: No, I'm going to wait till my number one, Steve, and I'm going to tell you who's my number one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Suspense. I'm not changing it.
1: Suspense is killing me. <laughs> I'm not going to change my number one because
3: my other ones are just like crap now. I'm like, you just screwed up my whole list, Steve.
2: I'm, done. I'm not hey, knocking anymore. Come out. Hey, I, I throw, cut off my throw the, I notes cut out off the window. My, I cut off my statistics and things so you could chime in there because I I could you tell go. you were visibly upset there.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean we
2: didn't
3: why didn't don't you, didn't don't you wait for you. all your stats? All, hey, Steve, why don't you just do me a favor and wait all for all your stats and like anything you want to chime in on to my number
2: one? <laughs>
0: Yeah, you guys can do it together. That'd be nice.
2: <laughs> okay, now I'm intrigued. What the hell is going to happen to number one with Chad?
0: Well then, well then, uh, yeah. I won't. Add, I will say that I, I will say it, I'm not going to add any more about John Baldwin because it sounds like there's there maybe more to come. But uh, <laughs> the suspense I will is say killing me. He had the build to be this phenomenal receiver, like, and and yeah. he was the the training. Once you write number one, Sean. Yeah. Uh, we're, we'll we'll move along as as proceeded. I think you'll still have plenty for us, uh, Jimmy. Dang, why don't you go ahead and give me no, your, never, give me your number?
1: <laughs> I would do a full name for this one, but I am not going to lie. Cannot pronounce his first name. If you want to, you can look it up. Uh, Junior C A V or something like that. C A V C A V. Whatever. You sound so dumb. You sound like
3: me now. You can't pronounce a name.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I think dads had too much crown must be a ginger uh, thing. It, it is a ginger thing. There's too many there's too many yeah, stuff stuff going on in his last name. But uh we picked him 36th <laughs> overall. That is high second round. He's supposed to be this run-stopping defender. You guys want to hear his big stats when he makes it to the Look to here. Kansas City? Tell me. First year, he had 9 tackles, 1 sack. His second year in Kansas City, which was his last. He had six combined tackles. That's it. For a whole season. That was a waste of money, a waste of space. He went on to Dallas and Seattle after that, never racked up anything over. Oh, look, his last year he got 30 tackles. So he busted into double digits. But it was just, a waste of everything.
0: I didn't know he finished his career anywhere else. I thought he just left Kansas City and was done.
1: No, he got traded to Dallas, then Seattle, and then he did traded by the Lions in 2004 for a second-round pick uh, and then was finally cut his last team ever. I think he was on the practice squad of the Seattle Seahawks in 2011. He was cut.
0: Yeah, I uh, I remember him. I remember we didn't have a first-round pick that year. I think it was the. Yeah. It was because we either used it uh, – I think we used it on Trent Green uh, to get Trent Green there. Yeah, and, but uh,
1: – yeah, so we used our first pick of the draft on this turd cutter.
0: It was <laughs> yeah, yeah, terrible. he was, he was, he was bad. It does, it does. Vocab in this session of the Kingdom Rewind.
1: <laughs> We're getting it all tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chad, why don't you go ahead and give me your number three. if 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 you can, if you're still sitting. <laughs> hello,
3: hello. My number three <laughs> that I that I that I had to move to my number whatever I had to move stuff around. This is my number three is Ryan Sims. I'm drafted yeah. in the 2002 draft, six four, three hundred and fifteen pounds. Um, Sims is just, he was just lazy and lacked the talent to become an impact player in, in defense the defensive tackle position in the NFL. He only had sixty six solo tackles. Five sacks, one force fumble, and 76 combo tackles. Um, I'm pretty sure Kansas City was hoping that he was going to be more like his college teammate, Julius Peppers, that, you know, was picked up second in that draft. But he, uh, Ryan Sims, was not. Um, <laughs> he wasn't. He was horrible.
0: <laughs>
3: That's my number four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was... That was uh well see now I got don't don't give me give me the number it's supposed to be because I'll I'll get screwed up. Uh, <laughs> no that was I have I, three. Yeah, it was three. Oh that's uh, my
3: number three. I don't even know who my number four is now.
0: I'm here
2: with
0: sorry, Chad. Jeez. No. I think uh that, that's that's a lot of this is that there are guys that really stand out as as shitty players. So we're gonna have them. We didn't rehearse our list. We just put down five that we thought sucked, and there's a good chance we're gonna have similar ones. Ryan Sims wasn't somebody I had on my list, but he should have been because he was a he was he was almost a top five pick. Like he was he was well, up there. He.
3: I was go gonna ahead. say um, Kansas City Chiefs. They traded Dallas and. Yeah, you know, like I think I think we were supposed to pick six, and we traded for the eighth. Uh, and then Dallas Cowboys they ended up picking up Roy Williams, yeah. and I'm thinking like, well, he would have been way better than you know Ryan Sims. Um, I mean, we could have had um Pro Bowler John Han- or Henderson or whatever for, he went to the Jaguars. Uh, we could have had Albert Hayesworth that played for Tennessee and stayed in Tennessee. Yeah. They're both beasts, but we end up going with Ryan Sims because I think right. the fact when the scouts were watching Ryan Sims and Julius Peppers play in college, they worked good as a team. And so when Julius Peppers went early, they're thinking Ryan Sims is gonna be just as good as Julius Peppers, and he was not.
0: Right well they they were standouts at north carolina North carolina not known for their football program. they were amazing defense that year and it was because of those two guys well how much of it was Julius peppers getting double teams still getting through and ryan sims just having you know just having some some smaller guy on it plus he play, they played in the what is north carolina was it the a c c you know that mm-hmm. that not not too many you know not too many college football powerhouses in the a c c
2: yeah, because you know, that's, I mean, that's a college basketball conference,
0: right? Yeah, absolutely. And you have two guys that are just annihilating quarterbacks in that draft. The Chiefs saw it and thought, "Hey, this is a uh, this is a guy that we're gonna he's gonna he's gonna be good." But you you mentioned Roy Williams in that draft. That was the first year we had Trent Green. Why not get Trent Green somebody to throw to? All those years in the you know during the Dick Vermeil era. We had Priest Holmes, we had we had Tony Gonzalez, we had all these guys. We didn't ever have like a name breaking receiver. We had guys like Eddie Kinnison and, and some crap like that and that that never really were were the guy, you know, like a guy like Roy Williams would have been. That would have, you know, that would have made that offense even better. So yeah, no, I agree. Uh Ryan Sims giant bust. Um Let's see. We're on number three. I think it's my turn to give my number yes, three. Is that is. correct? I may, yes, I is, may yeah. be a little, a little distracted. I can't feel my face uh, when I'm with you, but I love it. <laughs> 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 this moment
2: brought you by. Royal, <laughs> where's, where's,
0: where's his, where's his mute button? Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, my number three is. That, that was the weekend. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Fun facts with Chad. Um, so my number three is an actual wide receiver. Uh, Sylvester Morris was drafted in the 21st overall in 2000. He played only one season uh, with, uh, with the Chiefs. He caught 678 yards in that season, had three touchdowns. That sounds pretty good, but those three touchdowns were in one game, and it was against the Chargers, uh, he caught 457 percent of his targets that year. I understand he was a rookie, but uh, you know they had big big promises for him going into the next season. And then his la- in his last day of OTAs the following year, he tore his ACL and was never able to return. So that's my number three, Sylvester Morris. Would have been nice for you to to pan out and do something, but you did not, Jimmy. What do you got?
1: Well, if you're going to roll into a Sylvester, you might as well roll into two because that was my number two. Got it. Uh, so did you know do you know who we picked later on in the draft that year? Wide receiver. Would have been a whole lot better at the two and Sylvester going up in the fifth round when we drafted this other player.
0: I'm going to throw a shot in the dark. Joe Horn. Randy Moss.
1: The X Factor.
0: Oh, Dante.
1: Dante. We got Dante later on in the draft. Because he was so small and, you know, whatever. But it would have been a whole lot better to pick him up round two or round one when we picked up old dumb dumb Morris. Because <laughs> yeah. that, you know, uh, you know that was, uh, was terrible.
0: It was, it was, a, it was, yeah. No, I agree. I, I think, I think he, uh, you know, there was a lot of high hopes for him. I, and, and you don't know, obviously this is injury riddled. So it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's kind of hard yeah. to, to see what he would have done. But, but, you know, well, obviously that. I-
1: it can't be all injuries because he didn't play another year with any other team. I mean, he didn't even try anywhere else.
0: Well, I think I think he went to I think he went three years later trying to make some sort of comeback with the Buccaneers and just couldn't make the squad. Like Oh
1: yeah, oh, yeah he was <laughs> he did, he went to the Bucks in two thousand four but sustained a season ending injury during the offseason.
0: Yeah, he just wasn't ready to come back. So, you know, yeah. Sylvester Morris. Uh unfortunate. Yeah, how, how can you
1: <laughs> all, all you're getting paid to do at that point is recover from an injury. How do you get hurt again?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. and, and and I just don't think, I don't think, I don't think he had the right people in his corner telling them, Hey, you're not ready. <laughs> and, yeah. And yeah. he came back and, and, and got hurt. So, well,
1: yeah, everybody riding his coattails, one of that money.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: It might've been outside people trying to push him, but
0: yeah. Well then, uh, Steve, why don't you go ahead and give us your number two.
2: My number two, I'm going to take you guys back. Um, Chad and Sean, you were there with me when the whenever this happened. 2009 NFL draft. We drove to Kansas City, and we were at the Chiefs practice facility, and it was Scott Pioli's first year as GM, and he was so excited. He came and he talked to the crowd. I got to meet Kimball Anders and got my picture taken with him, yeah. and I told him, I told him my little brother was in your football camp. That was a long time ago, and he's like, "Man, yeah, don't say that." that. Made, and then we took the- yeah, that made him feel old. I bet. <laughs> um, and all this hype. Number three overall pick, Tyson Jackson. Yep. Uh, Tyson wah, Jackson. Wah. And we all booed, and I think we left shortly after that. Like we're like, "Well, that's all we had to draft for the day, and that that was it." Okay, yeah. bye. Like he still had like we kept him in Kansas City for longer than we probably needed him, but he didn't do much. His best season in Kansas City had four sacks, and that was his last year in Kansas City. So, yeah,
1: that was real, terrible. I'm real glad I missed it
3: that. Was draft. Terrible, I have... yeah. You know, you yeah, know what's is... funny, Steve. What's Steve, that? real quick, you know what's funny? I do remember going up to that draft party. It was the first time we went up to the draft party, and I was like, "This is really cool." We saw some pl- former players, and we're like, "And Sean was like, it was so funny." Because I remember standing in line, and this guy was walking, and Sean's like, "Oh, that's so and so, that's so and so," and I can't remember it was supposed to be a cornerback, I believe. I can't remember who it was, but it was not even close. And I'm like, "Sean, you're so stupid." But then when we met Kimball Anders, and I remember. We were standing right next to Kimball Anders, and they're playing like a whole highlight reel of Kansas City Chiefs history. And we saw him make a block for Marcus Allen, I believe. And we all like, yeah, we pointed over at him. He's like kind of smiled at us. And I do remember that because it was all big hype. And then and, I, and this is where I was trying to figure out who we drafted because I couldn't remember what year it was. But I remember when when we drafted and they said his name, we everyone was like, "Really?" And it was like a, everyone booed, and I think everyone left right afterwards because I was the only draft pick of that draft, like the first round. Like, and I was sort of thinking, like, we drove all this way for this. I mean, it was still a great time, but and then I, now, like now, like it's only like two and a half hours to Kansas City or three hours, so it wasn't that far to drive. So it was a great time. I'm so glad you just told me who we drafted it's so I can put that toward my day, memory. Damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> There
0: you I, go. I, I think, remember uh, that, who we drafted then. Yeah. So here, here little, 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 little poll I'll take with you guys. Bigger bust, Tyson Jackson or Glenn Dorsey?
1: Ooh. Glenn Dorsey.
0: Yeah. Hopefully Dorsey. I didn't ruin somebody's list. <laughs> Glenn Dorsey
1: because I had his jersey and I had, had jersey. super yeah. high hopes for him. I had super high hopes. He's the last person I bought a jersey. He's the last one. Because I had such high hopes for him, and then I bought the jersey, and he turned to like liquid shit on the field. <laughs> so I, I will not buy diary. a jersey anymore.
0: Well, okay, so so I keep
1: references yeah, tonight.
0: But you know why nobody it. had Tyson? I, I can't you know answer it because Tyson. Like, Go ahead, Chid. Because he's hammered.
3: No, I'm no, I'm just saying. Like, I, I could I can't answer it. You know, whatever, Yeah. <laughs> because like they both were bad, and
0: I'm like, so I guess I will answer Jackson because like was at the draft
3: and it was a disappointment. I was hoping to get someone well, good.
0: Well, Jackson went went three, and Glenn Dorsey went five. But you know what? But nobody had Tyson Jackson's jersey because they all knew he was going to suck.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you know the best part That's about true. that whole thing is the fact as a rookie he decided that he's big badass and he's going to hold out for more money. You remember right. that? Mm-hmm. And then how did that pan out? He knew he was trying to pad his checkbook because he wasn't going to make it in the league for that long. I mean, right. once he left, once he left Kansas City, he he went to Atlanta for a few years, and then he's he's done. So who who
0: was who was in the front office at of Atlanta when he went to Atlanta? Scott Pioli. Oh, Scott ah. Ah. Scott is <laughs> an <Noli>. idiot.
1: <laughs> Super idiot.
0: Super idiot. Took that guy twice. <laughs> like yeah, no, I did. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: so what number are we on? Are we on our number two? <laughs>
1: number two, yeah, number two, Chad. I'm yeah, gonna go ahead and say number
3: my two. number two. My number two is, is um a, a free agent because it was supposed to be draft pick slash free agent. So this is my only free agent guy that I picked oh, up. I've got and, a free agent for you. And Continue. this guy right here, he did nothing for us, and I had so high hopes when we picked him up, and it's Le'Veon Bell, and I was really That's hoping. That's a good one. I was really hoping that he was going to be like Le'Veon Bell for the Steelers, come in the Chiefs, do that patient run crap, and just dominate the you know defense of the other team. But he only had 63 rushes for 254 yards and two touchdowns. He had 99 receiving yards and zero touchdowns. He did nothing for us. And even Brett Favre he called it out saying, Kansas City Chiefs do not need Le'Veon Bell. Why would they bring him in there when they have, you know, Ed Clyde, Edward Alaire, or whatever his name is? Um, don't give Bell there because all the thing Bell wants is the ball, and you're going to be selfish with giving him the runs and all that stuff. But Le'Veon Bell did nothing, like, at all.
0: No, He was a good agree.
1: distraction.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like
1: his his name, he would go on the field, and everybody would be like, "Oh, it's Le'Veon coming on the field." We we all knew as She's fans he wasn't going to do anything but everybody was watching him <laughs> yeah. like he was going to do something but yeah
0: I I agree I think uh I think Le'Veon was 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 it was kind of a neat deal at the time but then when you look back he just he just didn't do anything for us and uh to me I think he was just kind of they were trying to replace uh Damian Williams with that and so To me, I think, I think, I think that was the replacement for that. He he wasn't he wasn't as valuable as Damian Williams was the the year before. Um, Another another fun question, another fun question for you guys. Uh, Bigger bust, Le'Veon Bell or Lashawn McCoy? Uh,
2: Lashawn McCoy, Le'Veon Bell, Lashawn McCoy. Hundred percent. Shady did some stuff. Shady didn't do shit for two years straight (laughs) and got two Super Bowl rings for doing nothing.
3: Here's my thing. I have oh, to say, I got him Bell. fired
2: up.
0: Thank you, thank you. I, I agree with
3: Le'Veon Bell as a bigger bus because that's my number two pick.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, wash you and Steve's mouths out with soap. You <laughs> <laughs> potty mouth. It just kind of <laughs> came it's, out.
2: It's,
0: it's good. It's good. I'll allow it. Um, yeah. because, because, but, but, so, follow up question to that. Does LaShawn McCoy get into the Hall of Fame with his two Super Bowl rings? No. Without <laughs> playing a single snap in a Super Bowl. Look we at his stat line, he Without he's got,
2: playing he's got, he's got a single, single snap of stats. in the Super Bowl. He's got stats. Two
1: he's got two and rings. those two
0: rings. Count his stats. <laughs> yeah, but he. He's like, if you cool. take.
1: Yeah, but you, you got st- backup players. You've got backup players that have probably been on Patriots roster for seven years, and they have. Six Super Bowl rings because they were with Tom Brady. They have rings. Does that make them look and, better?
0: No. But they but but they McCoy has a bunch of stats with Philadelphia. So like yeah, you've got have, a guy who's got a bunch good. of stats with no rings, and then he went and got rings with no stats. So you combine That's that fine. together, you've got a guy that did a lot that if you look at it all and you count the rings, he did more than Barry Sanders did. Isn't that oh, nuts? I mean, that's nuts. Group. I'm just saying. Group, I, I, I don't. Nuts. I don't like it. I don't think it should count towards it, but it will. <laughs> and and now you know. So so that's just a that's a fun thing I'd throw that. They did that a lot with, when they talked about Julian Edelman getting in there, and I was like that. The conversation needs to be with Sean McCoy because he's got the weirdest stat line you've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> so he, he's, uh, I'll, he's, go, he's, I'll go
2: ahead. He's one of only four running backs in NFL history. With two Super Bowl rings and six Pro Bowls,
0: Hall of Fame. Asterix, Asterix, Asterix. I'll give it to him, but Asterix—it's crazy. Yeah, it's
1: not. It's not Barry Bonds-esque.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah his, his head didn't get bigger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is it is it my turn for my number two? Is that right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think, I think everybody not, gave. it. Hey, you think everybody dropped their deuce before me, yep. so
1: Drop I'll go deuce, ahead Todd? and go
0: with mine. Uh, my number two is Todd Blackledge, the number seventh overall pick in nineteen eighty three draft. That draft is, should be noted. Yeah, right. I, I, I wasn't either. I was born a few months later, uh, <laughs> um, but that draft should be noted because he was drafted ahead of guys like Dan Marino. And Jim Kelly. (laughs) Um, He was never given more than eight starts in a season because he was splitting time with... uh, It kind of worked out weird because in 83 he was drafted and then later that year, the feature running back that was supposed to be for the offense, Joe Delaney, died. And so, you know, it kind of, you know, I think if maybe that wouldn't have happened, they would have gave him the, the reins to the quarterback position. But they didn't. They gave it to Bill Kinney. And Bill Kinney went and had a Pro Bowl year in 83. And from that point forward, he split time with Bill Kinney every season. And uh, he ended up with a 26 to 30, 32 touchdown to interception ratio and less than 50% completion percentage. And he went on, I think, to play a little bit for the Steelers. Didn't do crap for them either. And uh, it's just this is, this is a big bust for me. It's a big a big bust because it's a quarterback position. It's the last quarterback we drafted before Patrick Mahomes in the first round. And uh we could have had Dan Marino. We could have had Jim Kelly. If you watch the documentary about the 83 draft, the Chiefs were actually in conversations to trade up to get John Elway. So, there were... there oh, okay. As much boy. as we hate John oh, Elway, God. we wouldn't have hated him in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so to me, that's why it's so big of it. I don't think he, I don't think he had that bad of, I don't think it was as bad as people make it out to be. And I think maybe he wasn't even given a good enough shot because he was never given a full season, but, uh, just because of who we missed out on, holy hell, uh, the, it, that's why it's my number two.
3: I'm pretty sure Kansas city chiefs, let's say I'm pretty sure Kansas city chiefs, um, voted him being the worst quarterback. Yeah. Over Brody and, Coyle. Brody Coyle was and, number two and he was number one.
0: Which is crazy because if you ask me, the far worse quarterback was Brody Coyle. Brody yeah. Coyle was yeah. giant trash. <laughs> yeah. My 15 year old son's a better quarterback than Brody Coyle. Todd yeah, Blackledge, <laughs> he, he's adopted. Uh <laughs> Um, no, uh, oh, we all a real story of, there, Gavin
3: is one of our listeners. Hang on, Gavin is one of our listeners, and you just gave Gavin up, even Gavin? A more bigger head.
2: What's up, this, Gavin? Steve, Gavin? Gavin?
3: you just gave his head. His head just grew a little bit longer, bigger now. You already look that. like shout a out to my pop. son who does not
2: listen. <laughs> he does? he texts me all the
0: time. He a big ass and and a he's single.
3: Ass he's ready to mingle.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, if he did listen. He stopped today. Make uh, him listen. <laughs> make him listen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He used to chase you guys with his wiener when he was like two. I <laughs> flicked <laughs> the tip of his dick. Put that wiener
3: on
2: the like Get away from me.
0: <laughs> That's fun. <laughs>
2: he used to call me Dim. Hey Deep. Hey Deep Deep.
1: He's definitely not listening after this last conversation. <laughs> I, I
3: honestly feel oh, like Sean's gonna edit all this stuff out.
0: No, yeah. I'm leaving I'm leaving the stuff about him. Yeah. He, he needs it. Yeah. <laughs> but he yeah, does. so uh but he so, yeah, is single, ready to mingle. Single yeah. ready to mingle. That 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 God he needs Sorry. to stay that way. <laughs> We're going, yeah. That's my number two. I think that's all of our number two. So um, before we get to our number one, I think I wanted to add in a moment for anyone to throw out an honorable mention for anybody that they left off. Um, I'm not going to go around the room. Just shout him out if you got some. Lucas and, and. Niang. Ooh, what? The <laughs> offensive tackle. <laughs> he was a holdout. I don't care.
1: <laughs> you, know how, you know how good our offensive line would have been if he wouldn't have been a holdout? piss yeah, me off yeah I get it I'm, I'm hoping he has a big year oh, this year because we need it oh, he, he better or I'm driving <laughs> to Kansas City and I'm breaking some kneecaps huh. awesome. okay, you sound like me and Eric Fisher there well I'm yeah. getting to that point with this man
0: at, le- at least Eric Fisher you, played do some you have snaps right
1: exactly <laughs> um, honestly
2: the, the one that I was going to bring up as an honorable mention was Shady McCoy because of all the hype around his name, even two though rings. He was, I, I I can't argue with it. That's why he didn't make my list. Because well, the thing of, is, because of the
1: two rings.
3: Take the two rings away. He did nothing for Kansas City. Really, I agree with Steve no. on that.
1: Like, I, if he
3: was yeah. on your list, Steve, I would have been like, yeah, I agree. Because, like, when he came to Kansas City from the you know the Eagles, I was like, holy crap! I you know this is gonna be great. Once again, it's a Le'Veon Bell situation, which didn't pan out much for us.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. If I, if I, mean, I, if you're ready to move on to what I have to say about like who's my honorable omission,
0: yeah, go ahead. Oh, do you want me to give mine? Chris Jones. Oh, Chris Jones. No, I'm yeah. saying Chris yeah. Jones. Easy. Who? Easy.
3: Who? Because Chris Jones, right now.
0: Chris Jones. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. okay. <laughs> Don't Chris talk about Jones. Chris Jones.
3: No. Hey. Hey. What has he done? I mean, he's been he – we pay him money. Yeah, the money he's got for his contract, he's not performing the way he should. And I hope he turns it around with um, – we got the – I can't remember his name, but the big guy coming in, um, Sean, what's his name?
0: Oh, crap. Jer- Jerron, uh, the guy from Seattle that, that played alongside Frank Clark. Huge. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 So he's, he's to coming in th- and hopefully – some of them double teams. He,
3: he could help. Yeah, because Chris, Chris Jones right now, is, is he a bust or is he doing his job getting double teamed and people stopping him from getting the sacks? But here's another thing for you with Chris Jones. You know, we needed, our, we needed a running back that year when we picked up Chris Jones. Jamal Charles was injured and out. We could have had Derrick Henry, but we went with Chris Jones. Would you rather have Chris Jones now or Derrick Henry now?
1: Chris Jones.
2: Chris Jones.
0: We would in this offense. We wouldn't use Derrick Henry exactly. the way he's used. That's him. that's
2: that would be my. I point. will say that
0: now. Okay, now so. we had we had Alex Smith when we drafted Chris Jones, so maybe yes. maybe he gets Alex Smith over the hump.
3: Yeah, and then here's my thing is, right now if we had Derrick Henry in the Super Bowl, Derrick Henry is a big guy who can block. So I'm just saying he would have helped out Patrick Mahomes blocking a little bit.
0: I still blame Andy for that. I think we yeah, had Exactly the play. Yeah, they didn't use him. We had
1: people. Yeah.
2: yeah, we had guys that could have I mean, We had
0: people in the game that didn't block for him. We
2: didn't use we had personnel to block. block. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sherman. Sherman. Where the hell was Sherman? Yeah. Yep. He could he could have blocked him. We're going on the day.
2: He, tangent. The he here.
0: was struck in his sauce. No. I don't know no, where the biggest I wasn't there at
3: the game. Otherwise you're yelling at me.
1: I don't know where he was so upset right now.
0: I'm so glad I wasn't at that game. So I want to hear your honorable mention. Yeah, Um, I want to
3: hear your honorable uh, mention, Sean. This is mine's gonna
0: mine's gonna probably ruffle more feathers. Uh, Eric Berry. Oh, (laughs) they missed it. I heard it. I
2: I see it though. I see it.
0: I, I I think I think. So think of where he's drafted. Yeah, Jeff, that t- 2010 class. He was the fifth overall pick. Who drafts a safety five overall? Even though I wanted it more than anybody, I loved Derek Berry out of college, and I didn't want anybody else in that draft besides him and Dexter McCluster. <laughs> and we got both in that draft. And uh, I, you know, we went to that training camp. I, I, I met him. It was like, you know, I, I, I was beside myself. I was, you know, like <laughs> you threw <figured> a baby at <laughs>
1: him. You know. yeah, 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 this was, is true.
0: I was, I was, I love Derek Barry. And then he got, he got sick and you know, it sucks.
1: He had it sucks to go so get cancer.
0: No, <laughs> it sucks. Excuse and, him. And, 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 and the battle he went through on that gaining a pound in chemotherapy, that's amazing. That's crap that, you know, you know, cancer sucks. And, and, and what he went through with that and to come back, like, you can't take that away from him. And then that year he had after was amazing. And then it stopped. And and the only reason that, that he's an honorable mention is because we gave him a huge contract after that year after after. And he never, he decided not, I mean, I won't say decided, but it just seemed like he didn't do everything in his power to get back on the field. And and maybe it was because he's got a new look on life, a second chance, and now he's got all this money. You know, maybe I would look at it different too if I was in that situation. Or but, he never
2: fully so, healed from his torn Achilles. I mean, that is a factor. Like
0: it is, but does it take two full seasons?
2: I mean, well, he had he had complications after the fact because of his healing. He was getting bone yeah. scars and stuff. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm not discounting your pick. Right. I I agree. I am. I I would expect more out of (laughs) Like he he was a fan favorite. Everyone knows it. He was a heart and soul of the defense, but he couldn't recover from that injury.
0: Okay. So you say fan favorite. Fan favorite. Does, do we look at him higher because of what he went through? than what he really was because of the cancer do we value Eric Berry as a better player because of what he went through or do no. you think he really was as great as we make him out to be
2: I think that he was always out there he, hyping up the crowd hyping up his teammates like that's what I, I wouldn't I don't take except for except for when the horse came on the like, field like, it's a good story yeah
0: he the
1: didn't mess with that horse Paint man and Eric Berry I don't that get horse, along. yeah <laughs>
0: He he can beat with it it is, out. <laughs> yeah.
3: I ahead, I Henry. loved Eric Berry. I loved him like crazy. Like every time he would make a hit and he get up and do the backhand thing, that yeah. was yes. like the greatest thing. But then all <laughs> of a sudden awesome. he stops doing the backhand thing and became a little softer. And so like at that moment, you look at the person that went in the draft a little bit later. You look at Earl Thomas, you know, safety. You know, if you look at their stats side by side, Earl Thomas is a way better safety than Eric Berry. Just for example, you know, games played, Eric Berry only played 86 games in his career. Earl Thomas, 140. So, I mean, I get it. Injuries and cancer and all that. And, like, I mm-hmm. Eric Berry is one of my favorite persons. Like, he was excited to get drafted by the Chiefs. You know, Sean was screaming like a little girl like he does when we <laughs> drafted him. And so my thing is, Eric, when Eric Berry got drafted with Chiefs and we got to meet Eric Berry and sit there and said, hey, Eric, I wish I would have got his autograph because he's like, oh, you want an autograph? I'm like, no, I just want to shake your hand and say, hey, thanks for keeping your head high and being excited from the Kansas City. And he goes, oh, I always cheer for Kansas City. I love Kansas City. Like this this town's awesome. So like Eric Berry is one of my favorite football players as well, but it could be
2: a bus, And I think, Steve, you have something to say towards that? Go ahead, Steve. Okay, so you brought up Earl Thomas. Do you think that Eric Berry, who gets an injury and getting carted off the field, is going to give the fans in Arrowhead Stadium the finger as he's getting carted off? Because that's what Earl Thomas did to Seattle, and yeah, and that's a reason why I think that Eric Berry will forever be like loved by Kansas City because he was loyal to the city, loyal to the team, oh, yeah, no anymore. matter. No matter what was going on, he would have never, ever, ever, ever done something right. like that. So, no, I, I I see that. But then
3: again, you're looking at two different things. Like you're looking at on the field, and the, what are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I had to get <laughs> is that
1: Eric Barry Warpaint. That's on Oh But no, uh, I, mean,
3: that horse I, man. I get it. Eric Barry is a way better do than Earl Thomas. But no. as Sean see these football players, he, all he cares about, he doesn't care if they beat women or beat kids on the side of the field or whatever.
0: Sean wants to score touchdowns. I just want touchdowns. Just give me touchdowns. <laughs> no, he's not on my list. He was an honorable mention because of... if If John Dorsey doesn't give him that ridiculous contract, he never even gets close to this list. Because it's just what we got after he got that ridiculous contract. That's what's in my head. It's not his fault he got cancer. It's not, well, his, fault not his fault he told his ACL.
1: We do. Well, then, then, we do the have guys mention we should be, be The one that gave him the contract.
0: Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's um, go to Throw John Dorsey on this list. John, John Dorsey. <laughs> yeah. Stole
2: John
1: Dorsey.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's a good point. But it's just, you know. We have guys on this list that were injured. You know, Sylvester Morris put together one season, and then was injured. Still on the list because he didn't pan out to what we thought. And uh, I'll get I'll get off that tangent a little John, bit. Yeah.
2: Uh, i a fight with Thomas Jones because he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah let's go
2: kidding. to our number one now because
0: you're bringing up my you, number Barry, one Barry. again. I love you, Eric Barry. <laughs> uh, Steve, you want to go ahead and give me your number one?
2: Yeah, I'm going to take it back to 1994, 1995-ish. We had a kicker, Nick Lowry. (laughs) Yeah, we had Nick Lowry, and we chose, we made the decision in free agency, we chose to go with Lynn Elliott over Nick Lowry. Lynn Elliott, who, like, let's face it, he's only known for one thing anymore. And that's in the bet one of the very best years that Kansas City ever had. We had the best record going into the in the ninety-five season, thirteen and three. We had the fewest points scored against our defense. We had the best turnover ratio. We were the only undefeated team at home that year. Only team. And we got the Colts at home in the in the playoffs. And what's he do? What's he do? <laughs> He goes right. He goes left, and he misses. 0 for three, and he chokes. So, and I understand it was cold because, like the yeah, but, the Colts kicker was missing too.
1: <laughs> yeah, know. but
2: yeah, not what as was many. the score of that playoff as game, Steve? Uh what was it like, ten to nine? Ten to it was 10, 10, ten to seven.
0: Ten to seven. We yeah. could have tied it with one of yeah. those
1: field goals.
2: <laughs> I know. Could have won it with two of them. That's why he's number one.
1: That's why he's number one.
2: Like, there's so much wrong. Like, and I I don't, I read some articles. Like, he still has, like, haunting memories about this stuff. And I don't blame him. Because, man, all the stuff that happened to him afterwards, like, everyone hated him in Kansas City. Like, I remember that one of the first jokes I ever heard as a child was about him trying to kill himself, but he couldn't kick the chair out from underneath of himself like when that. he was trying to hang
1: himself.
0: Yep. No, no, I, spoiler alert, there's going to be more to come on there, Elliot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy, uh, give me your number one.
1: Number one for <coughs> me is the 2018 draft. We pick uh, number th- 46 overall in the second round, Breland Speaks. Ooh. Defensive end. Really? Who had potential. I mean, he was going to be dominant. And he really had flashes of it in the one year he played for Kansas City. And then he got hurt. Again, you know, he got hurt. It was an injury. And then he got suspended for substance abuse stuff. And then he got hurt again. But he had—he really did. I mean, he had, in my eyes, you know, as a rookie, he had only four games started. He had one forced fumble, two fumble recoveries, had a sack and a half and twenty-four tackles. That's kind of mediocre, but he had glimpses, you know, in there and he got the ring with Kansas City. So, you know, it was it was looking good. It really was looking good, but
0: yeah, I, I kind of crapped I think, out. I think I I, I you know, you, you do say he had glimpses. I never saw the glimpses. I think I saw one sack. I thought he was too fat. Uh <laughs> 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 he, he, he wore that fifty-seven, but he had the pooch. Like he should have had like a ninety number or something like that.
1: But, oh, God. <laughs> but, like Studebaker.
0: But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Studebaker. Studebaker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he, that is a high draft pick for 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 the Chiefs, and you think of you know, uh, you know, there were there were guys in that area that that would have been that would have been better better mm-hmm. suited for that pick, but. But you know, I I, I think uh, I think that that's a good pick at one because he he, he he it was an early draft pick, but he proved to be a giant bust because he's no longer with a team.
1: Yeah, so, he's no and, longer with any team.
0: Right. Oh, excuse me. He
1: signed he signed with a uh, I think it was New York the Giants, giants and, as, like a future and, contract. Yeah, he signed with the Giants. Yeah, it's a future reserve contract or something stupid like that. So right,
0: yep. right. It, you know, but, and and. And the player, the player taken after him was Christian Kirk, the wide receiver for the Cardinals, who's who's had a pretty pretty good career as a number two, as an as, as a second round draft pick. He would have had yeah. a better career under Patrick Mahomes. So, oh, you know, yeah. we could have, we could have gone that route, um, and maybe avoided drafting McCall Harmon the next year. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Chad, why don't, why don't you go ahead and give me your number one?
3: You guys will never guess who my number one is.
0: (laughs) Well, I can't remember Uh, now.
3: (laughs) Jonathan Jonathan Baldwin.
0: Jonathan
1: Baldwin. That's Jonathan Baldwin.
3: Yeah.
2: No kidding. Yeah,
3: he was picked twenty six overall in the two thousand eleven draft. He was drafted to help out Dwayne Bowe. And second week in preseason, he gets in the fist fight. I don't know if you guys remember who he got in the fist fight with in the locker room. Oh, I Jones? Take a guess of that, Thomas yeah, Jones. Thomas Jones, and he hurt his ah, he yeah. hurt his wrist. Jonathan Baldwin hurt his little wimpy wrist in the second week of preseason. Could not continue preseason, and then he didn't play his first game until the sixth game in the regular season against the Raiders, where he only had one catch for fourteen yards. The next game he went five for eight for eighty-two yards, and his first game against the Chargers, we won that game by three. Sorry, I was trying to do a radio announcer's voice. <laughs> I ran out of breath. But, no, I mean, if you look at him, I don't, like, Steve, if you want – I know you have some stats on him and all that stuff. If you want to throw some stats on him, only thing I have on him, for a first-round investment, Chiefs would only receive 41 catches for 579 yards and only two touchdowns in two full seasons. He was – we like, we traded Jonathan Baldwin – for another bus, we got AJ Jenkins, which he was another bus. So I mean, we didn't get anything from Baldwin in his whole thing. But here's where we screwed up. Like if you look at the draft i'm like who we could have picked over Jonathan Baldwin, we could have had Randon Randall Cobb. That was one of the wide receivers that he went oh. in the second round. And then we could also, you know, I mean, we could have picked up Richard Sherman if we went and helped on, you know, our safety or you know defense. Um Wayne Harris win the sixth round to the Cowboys. We could have even got Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's brother, for a center. I mean, these are the players I thought would be way better than Jonathan Baldwin. But here's where I'd say we completely screwed out. So you're out. saying there
2: were options?
3: Yes. Like here's where we, I think Chiefs, you know, said the wrong name and we we missed out on Doug Baldwin from Seattle. He went undrafted, completely undrafted and we pick up Jonathan Baldwin in the first round. Come on. We got the wrong Baldwin. We got the wrong Baldwin. Come on, man. Come that's on, why man. He, there you go. Yeah, come on, man. And that's why he's my number one. It's just because, like, so many people that we could have had, and we went with him that was just – like, when I saw highlights, because I don't watch college football. Or I don't want – you know, when we draft someone, I go watch their highlights and stuff. When I watch highlights, I was like – Holy crap! This guy is great. Like he's gonna be awesome. He's gonna catch it with his butt cheeks. It's gonna be great. Um, but none of that. It was just. It was just horrible. So on this note, after my number one, before I go to you, Sean, for your number one, I have one question for you guys. What did the socks say to the jeans? I don't know what. What
2: up, britches? <laughs> That's good. That's a, That's a good
0: one. Good. That is good. <laughs> hey, don't I thought that I thought that joke would be risque for the show, and then I then, then we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't
2: you worry. I got a, I got a gang of dad jokes ready to go.
0: Well Bring let them. me might as well. I'll wait for the my, number ones, yeah. Let me muscle through my number one. I did I wanted to point out on Chad's uh, Jonathan Baldwin, uh, that 2011 draft. The Chiefs did actually get the steal of the draft in the third round, 86th overall. Does anyone know who that was?
2: I don't recall. I don't okay. know.
0: Justin Houston. Justin oh. Houston. I, was, I was
2: trying to go through the whole draft.
3: I went through the whole draft, and I was like, who was it? But Justin Houston, yes, you're right.
0: Justin Houston. Third round, 86 overall. Okay, so my number one is the same as Steve's. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh wow. Lynn Elliott was a free agent. A horrible, horrible free agent. We had an amazing kicker in Nick Nick Lowry. Uh, they called him Nick the Kick. They don't give that nickname to guys who miss field goals. Uh, so but Lynn Elliott was coming off of a Lynn, Super Bowl the team. Asshole. Yeah, (laughs) he 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 has this one thing he has that Nick Lowry does not is a Super Bowl ring. He won it with the Cowboys in 1992. Um, He uh, he missed. Well, see, that's
1: why he was so good for the Cowboys. All that cocaine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. Farther distance, you know, I don't know if the accuracy would be there, but (laughs) yeah, he he missed field goals of thirty five. Thirty-nine and forty-two in the divisional game of nineteen ninety-five. Um, I would love to give him all of the blame, but I do have a tradition on this show. Uh, Steve Bono threw three picks in that game as well, He had like a hundred and
2: some. What he had like a hundred and some yards passing too, right? Yeah, right. but
3: Steve Bono uh, also had a seventy-six yard bootleg oh, untouched. Here
0: we go. Here oh, comes here the we go. like <laughs>
3: it, like. Patrick Mahomes has never done that before, so I am just saying gets <laughs> the Cardinals Bono, in a
0: meaningless game. <laughs> he has that record still. So, uh, yeah, a Lynn game. lost-
3: All games are meaningful.
0: Yeah, well, not not more than this one. And uh, Lynn Elliott was was takes mo- most about fifty percent of the blame with Steve Bono for this loss. Uh, they lost ten to seven. Uh, they uh, they could have they could have uh, you know with two of those field goals they would have won and gone on to the AFC Championship game. Uh, and you know, which would have been weird to see Steve Bono in the AFC Championship game, <laughs> yeah. but but uh, he is my number one because there isn't a player more infamous on the Chiefs team for sucking than Glenn Elliott, and that's why he's my number one pick on this, and uh, that's why he was Steve's as well. And uh, so th- that'll that'll do it for our list. Um, I think I think maybe we have uh, so Steve, do you have a little bit stuff to add?
2: Did I tell you guys about the, the kidnapping at my kids' school the other day? No, tell me. No, what? Yeah, there was this kid. I mean, he finally woke up, but seriously, he missed like oh the first <laughs> he missed like the first two hours of school.
3: Okay. Okay. Hey, Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve. Yeah, yeah. What what's, what's the best thing about dating a homeless woman? <laughs> what's that? You could drop her off anywhere.
2: <laughs> hey, Chad. Yeah. Um, what kind of shoes do ninjas wear?
3: I don't know, Steve. What?
2: Sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Steve. Yeah.
3: What did the buffalo say to his son when he left? Bye,
2: son. Oh. That was my No, it's my punchline.
1: He got you on that one. (laughs) Hey, Chad. Okay.
2: Hey, Chad. Yeah. Do you know what generation Forrest Gump is from? Gen
3: Y. Or Gen A. Gen A. (laughs) Okay. Hey, Steve.
2: Hey, Chad. If you get
3: robbed. No, no. It's my turn. If you get robbed (laughs) at an Apple store. Hang on. If you get robbed at an Apple store. Are you an eyewitness? Uh,
1: oh, that's a good one. Him.
0: No, that's horrible.
2: <laughs> okay. I
1: it is I got better They're all kind of horrible.
2: Hey, did, Chad, did I tell you I went to the I went to the zoo the other day, I took my kids to the zoo. But I don't mm-hmm. I only saw one dog there. Hmm. It was a shit zoo. Oh.
1: <laughs> Get it. Shit uh-huh. zoo.
0: Yeah.
2: shout out Mason. What what
3: Shout out
0: That's good. Okay. Um, yikes. Uh, <laughs> well, um, it's you know, all getting
1: think, edited out.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll 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 head it up the edit shop and see what we got. Uh, <laughs> but that'll do. It, that'll do it for our list uh, of of you know horrible free agents and draft picks. Our top five. Um, you know, we'll we'll share this out on social media. All five of you that listen, uh, reach out and let us know if if we missed anybody. Uh for for Jimmy, Steve, and Chad, uh, I'm Sean Dixon. This has been another edition of the Kingdom Rewind. Chiefs R- fans, R- 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 Rewind. This- to the Chiefs Kingdom, you guys are world champions once again. Woo! Thank you for listening to this episode of the
2: Arrowhead Live
0: Podcast Network. Go Chiefs!